gonna be nuts. Hello and welcome to the Freedom Fun Podcast, the podcast where three friends who all I don't even know. This this whole stuff is from me, boy. <laughs> I was I was gonna say, uh, well, I forgot the whole. Uh, hello, welcome to Spring Football Podcast, the podcast with three friends who all nope, it's gone. Super League, get it? Wow, Super League, wow. boy. That's wow. it. That's all we got to talk about. Super League wow. and Tottenham. It's crazy. One day, it will, no, not even one day, one night, and it's and this is completely taken over football. Insane, man. Insane. Anyway. Yeah, we're pressing coach, coach. How are you doing, sir? I'm, I'm, bruv, I'm bamboozled and flabbergasted. I, uh, bruv, I'm still going to bring all the English out today. I am rattled. This is a different, yeah. this is different. And I'm kind of disgusted that my team's involved in it. But it is what it is. We're here to discuss it, to unravel it all. So, yeah, I'm feeling, I'm feeling okay. There's a nice day out today. Jack, for the first <laughs> time, he's studies. Look at the way his skin is glistening. Oh, look at him. My bro. guy's in the sunshine. Look at him. That's crazy. Good day, man. Previous episodes, dark room, looking <laughs> down, looking, his chest is out, he's smiling. Last he's week, like, he, last week, he, last week, you asked him how he was. He was like, <laughs> in it. So, <laughs> let's let's, you know let's like? ask the same question now. How are you doing, Jack? Do you know what it's like? It's like coming out of a coma, isn't it? Like, just a relief, absolute relief. You, there's light everywhere. I'm out of the hospital bed. I can actually live now. So this shit is a beat. Yeah, yeah, I can actually live now. Oh my word! It's huge weight off my shoulders, man. Huge weight. You can actually. Uh, it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be amazing. It's not going to be great at all. But it's going to be better than what it was in the past few months, man. So yeah. Mr. Darren T, how are um, you doing today? Let's not forget. Well, let's hold on. Let's not forget. You were meant to win the league under Jose. Let's not forget <laughs> that. <laughs> I thought we were going to wait till May for that one. But, um, <laughs> Whenever you're on, we'll, I'm going to ask you. This is Cahill. I'm just, <laughs> Absolutely. Well, <laughs> well, I'm suitably embarrassed. Thank you. Um, but also... I feel like it's a breath of fresh air, I have to say. Yeah, today, you know, seeing him go was like a breath of fresh air. Uh, the Super League thing has been a bit of a shock. Mm-hmm. I was at first embarrassed about the whole thing, but you'll hear my views. Um, I'm going to be a bit more objective about it when we speak about it. But mm-hmm. Jose is gone. Um, I actually have some hope for the cup final. I can actually sit and relax a little bit before the cup final, before telling you we were 100% going to lose. So that's a win-win <laughs> at this particular moment. Are you, are you going to win with Ryan Mason as your manager? Do you know what, Rab? You got Chris Powell as well, yeah? Yeah? You got Chris Powell. I know that. I saw the send there, you know, bro. Hey, man. Man. I saw the send. <laughs> I saw the send. I was asking the question, fam. Rab, <laughs> what is... <laughs> What is this? Nah, nah, don't even do this, you lot, man. <laughs> don't even do that. Man, the Di Matteo factor, man. The Di Matteo factor. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so, yeah. You know, right, it's then. the feel-good factor that he's going to bring. I think they're going to bring back to the club. Now, Chris Powell is is a well-respected um, individual in football, right? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he's done, he did well at Charlton. He was at QP. Was he at QPR before? He was at QPR. They loved yeah, him yeah, here, yeah. right? And, I, and I'm sure they really, really 
respect him at Spurs. Do you understand? He's going to get more respect from the players. Him and Ryan Mason are getting more respect from the players than Jose is. As I said earlier, uh, before we aired, that Jose was throwing players under the bus and reversing back over them. And a bit of wheel spin as well. Right? Let's add that. So, Ryan Mason and Chris Powell ain't going to do that. So, hopefully, the players will feel, you know, good enough to go out there and perform in that final. That's what I'm going to say. Bazu, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing good. <clears throat> in fairness, I'm quite saddened because there's an utter disgrace what Daniel Levy has done. Um, I can't believe that before the season's ended, he's got rid of Jose. I mean, a man who's worked hard to get that club into another cup final and they decided to do that to him after all the hard work he did. It's, it's just a shambles. And it shows you just how badly run that club is. Yeah, yeah. We're all, we're all for managers who, who don't deserve to stay for stay long time. That's what we're here for. Such, such hard work beating, beating Brentford and getting a bye through Leighton, man. Oh. That's right. That's right. You will respect your manager, sir. Yeah, man. Absolutely. I, I, I've got two words for that. Dinamo Zagreb. And then we'll just carry on. Hey. Yeah. We were, he worked hard for that as well, isn't it? <laughs> we knocked him out, though. So that's, 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 that's what I said. I'm not Dinamo. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, no. Slavia Prague. Prague, you knocked out. Dinamo yeah, yeah. Zagreb mm. overcame anyway. a 2 0 deficit. It did indeed. Let's talk about Spurs, though. We've, already, we've kind of we kind of touched up on it because I feel like you guys are just so excited. Just to get your opinions out on the whole Jose thing that you just came. I'll just try to. I'll just try to tell you. Tell you guys to say hi. No, nope. <laughs> all this anti Mourinho stuff came pouring out. Of me. It's jokes. It's jokes. Bye. <laughs> let's talk about it. Obviously, Jose Mourinho has been sacked. Um, nobody knows how much money um, he's in, in the payoff he's getting, but I imagine it's a lot. Um, Obviously, the reasons are the, the poor form in the league, poor form in um, Europa League as well. Cup competitions here and there. FA Cup, we got knocked out early, I think. And obviously, in the League Cup final. So, what was the reason? Why now? Um, before, before we start, so before we start, can I just introduce one more guest? Oh, go on. Quickly. Yeah. My brother, oh, yeah. sing it for me, man. Sing it for me, sing it for me. Listen, shout out to everyone on the um, panel. Uh, apologies for being late, but bless, bless, bless. let's get stuck in. Let's get stuck in. No worries, bro. All right, Jack, if your son is listening to your face, you're glowing, you know. Tell us how you're feeling, bro. Well, wait, even Listen, before you mate. start, let me, let me let me ask Jack and even Darren. Um, no. Did you guys feel worse than how Newcastle fans feel about Bruce? Or would you say it didn't get to that no. level? It got to that level, at least. It got to that level. It did get to that at level. At least. <laughs> nah, it was toxic, man. It was. We couldn't even, yeah, we couldn't even beat them. So, <laughs> it got to that level. <laughs> we could we, we, we didn't, we failed to beat Newcastle this season. That that says it all, man. That should, that should tell it all. But as for the, as for the final, listen, it's, it's only increased our chances from 2% to 10%. Of getting anything <laughs> yeah. out of that game. It's still 8%. That's still 8%, bro. Yeah, whichever, whatever you feel, it's, it's still not much, but still eight percent increase. I'm fine with that. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a it's a relief. It's from a guaranteed loss to still a almost a guaranteed loss, but they might show a bit more fight in that final. They, um, the, the players clearly 
it was obvious that the dressing room was lost. Um, I believe only three players came out to congratulate or thank Jose for, for his services. And I think that was Kate Kane, Son and mm -hmm. Oibia. Everyone else. The guys that actually played well and they were not the ones that suck. Didn't Loris back into Boy, Hoibia has been sucky as well, but, you know, Jose said nothing about it. So, you know, he's, he's very selective. So that's pretty why. Yeah, he's very selective with who he throws under the bus. But, yeah, um, it'll, it won't be... I'm not going to say we're, we're going to win. I'm not going to say we're not going to get battered. We still might get battered. As long as you have Dyer and Sanchez at the back, there's every chance that you'll hold six. But... Standard. standard. We... It's the it's in slightly, ever so slightly, increased the chances of us getting anything out of that game because the players might actually turn up and perform. And also for Ryan Mason, who you know all the players love, you know the, the club loves him, you know especially you know after what happened to him, you know increased chance. But that's that's all I'll say on the matter for that game. Do you know what? <clears throat> I'll just add to what Jack's saying. I feel like this is a, a big moment in football. Um, it sort of reminds me of like how Harry and Meghan were hounded out of this country, you know, um, unreasonable, just unreasonable. And we've seen the same done with, um, we've seen the same done with Jose. <laughs> the, press, the press were on him, the fans were on him, and we just didn't know why. And in the end, he's been hounded out. So it's just a shame to actually witness that once again. You think, you think he gets an interview with Oprah? <laughs> were you silent? Were you silent? Or were you silent? <laughs> and, oh, I know so Pop Pop also played a part in that too, stabbing him in the back. Twice. Yeah. <laughs> Twice. <Twice. laughs> Pogba fired. Pop oh, fired a shot straight at his head, boy. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Darren to you. So why now? Why why is it now that they decided that this was the point of no return for Jose? Because we were 100% going to lose that final before he got sacked. Now there's a 95% chance we lose that final by just... <laughs> now there's a slightly less percent... There's a, slight, um, there's a slightly lower percentage that we'll lose that final now. Um, City are City at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. They are a lot stronger than us. Um, like I said, why are you laughing? Huh? Because, what? because look at the look at how he's, look at how he's explaining it. Ryan Mason and <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow, very hey, number very. one, that's wrong, and number that's two, just, yeah, that's Jose that was terrible. If we were going, if we were going to, if we were going to that final with Jose on Sunday, nobody's gonna turn up for him. We're getting slapped, and I'm telling you, like Jackie's you right, you know, if if we held six. I wouldn't necessarily be surprised, you know. Because mm. he was you don't that think bad. Any of those first would have played for the badge. Boy, they would have tried. <laughs> they would have tried. But you know what? Guarantee Eric Dyer starting, innit? <laughs> well, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Nah, he better not. He better not. No, I'm saying no. Guaranteed with Jose, Eric Dyer. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Eric Dyer starting. Huh? He hasn't started games recently, though, has he? He started. He started Evan. Did he, he started Evan. Yeah, he started. He started Evan. the last game. He started the last couple of games. Newcastle. He, started, he, started, he, played, he played United. He played against United. And Sanchez or on the road. No, Sanchez ain't been around for a couple of games. Um, yeah. 
It's Roden. What's that? You Sanchez, yeah, Sanchez. I'm done with Sanchez. But Roden, Roden's trying, Roden's trying in it. But out of the world, and no, it wasn't no Dyer didn't start. It was out of the world and Roden against Evan, wasn't it? Yeah. Ooh. No, it was Dyer. It was Dyer and out Dyer out of world and Roden. It was a back three. Oh, that was it. Yes. yes oh yeah, yes. it was a back three. Yes, yes you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. So, yeah. But I mean, Eric Dyer, like Eric Dyer against say Man United, for instance, where Cavani had him on toast the whole entire game. You understand? It was, it was, it was. It's poor. I'm we're sick of these performances. We're sick of these when performances. Was, but Jose loves him. When he was know? jogging back against Everton, like I wanted to fight him that day. Yeah. I wanted to fight him that moment, man. I, 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 come on, Jackie wanted to fight him from about two years ago. Let's be real, isn't yeah. It? You wanted yeah, to I fight did. him from about a couple years ago. Yeah. The man doesn't take accountability. He's like, oh, it's, it's, everyone else makes mistakes. You're the one making the most, you polygon head, man. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, can't stand it, man. Wow, hopefully, God. Okay, no, but all right, but with you saying gone, there's still a lot of players that are still bummy, right? I mean, you still got a lot a long overhaul to do over the next couple of yeah, big time, big yeah, time. Some being, some being one of them. <clears throat> so, sorry, 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 he scored what has he scored like two in 18 matches? <laughs> Thank you. So, what, now Kane is injured. Watch him pep up. It's going to be a wrap, man. It'll, it'll score bags. It'll score bags. No, we can't diss son like that. We can't diss son like that, man. I know he's had a he's had a bad run of form, but that guy must be tired, man. You're trying to carry this team. On. You're trying to get. It's true though. You're trying to. We've spoken about this before. That you're trying to carry this team on your back the whole entire season because nobody else is hardly anyone else is stepping up. That you're going to be tired. Plus he plays for I South like, Korea. I, I, Plus, you know, I like the way I like I like the way Darren speaks about Son as though he's Messi. <laughs> Do you understand? Because Messi's carrying Barca on his back. <laughs> You're trying to say Son is carrying Spurs on his back. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to say that, bro. I'm just saying, like, it's true though. It's true. It doesn't have to be like Messi for him to be carrying, trying to carry the club on his back. Like he works hard. He works hard. He runs. He's a willing runner the whole time. I'm not gonna agree that he's. I'm not gonna disagree that his runs are sometimes a little bit pointless and he might need to pass it a little earlier from time to time by the end of the day like he he, go, he goes through that most seasons where he has a bit of a, a, a rough period but he's if without him and Kane where would we be and you'll be also you'll be like Joe, you people forget Jose wants these he players to play through injuries like he when mm. when Davis was playing through an injury he was like oh this is a true what did he say he was a this is the kind of mentality I want it's like wait a minute Sports science exists, bro. This this guy is clearly <laughs> fucking stuck 30, 20, 30 years ago. He wants his place. Like Harry Kane, you know, I know we rushed him back prior to that, but Jose's willingness to rush these players back, yeah, it's it's beyond. Doesn't it come down to an element of trust? Because I obviously we had a period where um, <clears throat> United fans weren't too happy with Lukaku's performances, and then he decided to drop him for one game. We stank out the joint. And then in the interview, he said, "You always ask me why I always, why, why I always Lukaku. This is why I always Lukaku." So top five, you think, folks, man. Top five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, do you not think like obviously we know how it's been with Kane, and you've had strikers here and there be a backup, but not really one that can compete or go to the level. Do you think it's just a thing where he doesn't trust other players in the team because? But what about faking Mbappe? Faking Mbappe. Oh, oh, for goodness sake. Carlos Vinicius. He doesn't even... 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 He does
Mbappe can Mbappe. He doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't. <clears throat> he doesn't. And Kale, shut up. But and <laughs> by the way, yeah, yeah. No, you're not letting that go past. Big man, man. I'm not the one yeah. doing this. <laughs> <laughs> but what if he did it first? He did. He's older. He did it first, didn't he? It doesn't matter. Made it, made it relevant. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, what now for Spurs? Obviously, there's still the talks that that Kane might leave. There's still the talks that Son might leave. Um, who do you think you guys can bring in that might convince these guys to stay? On top of the fact that with the ESL money, they can be can offer like five hundred k. Do you know what, Cahill? I'll say this, right? The media love for Kane is, is beyond ridiculous. And what I mean by that is this. They're trying to engineer a move for Kane that mm. is never going to happen. Is that everyone is having these discussions. Everyone's on his behalf saying, oh, he wants to leave. He needs to win trophies. He's going nowhere. Have they forgotten who owns that football club and how many <laughs> years he has on his contract? Kane is going absolutely nowhere. Now, it's ridiculous when I hear everyone on radio talking about it. The Sky Sports guys are talking about, BBC are talking about. I'm like, it seems like you want this more than the player himself, mm, which I find yeah. kind of strange. Because I sit there and I was like, you have to assess the situation and how Levy operates. He's going to want minimum about 150 million for Kane. Mm. And obviously yeah. we're talking about we're in a pandemic where people are trying to be able, a bit more shrewd a bit about their signings. And when you look, when you take into consideration his, his age, when you take into consideration his age, yeah. He's really going to spend that. Because really, when you want to spend $150 million on the player, you really want on like a young 21, 22-year-old that can give yeah. you at least six, seven years of service and can make a return. You spend that on Kane, you're not getting a return back on him. Because by the time I mean, you decide to get rid of him, by the time you decide to get rid of him, he's lost value because of it, just because of his age. I mean, looking at current strikers right now, you'd say the real top ones are, what, 35? Way past their traditional prime. Lewandowski, Zlatan still bagging goals for Ace Milan. So I don't see why Kane couldn't do, go do, on do you know why? Do you know why, Cahill? Because strikers are no more the star, are no more the, uh, the high-quality commodities in football. Um, there's, there's more pressing positions like the midfield areas, the wide areas and defenders. Before, the striker was the star position that everybody wanted. It's yeah. not that anymore because... The type of strikers and the systems they play is very different where mm. strikers are not really as free and as creative and as and have as much flair to do what they want anymore. They're now very mechanical and robot and robotic in terms of what the manager wants them to do. And all the work managers want people to do is behind the striker, which is why I think people are less willing to spend that kind of money on strikers mm. because yeah. other areas now are more pressing because of how the game has changed. I, I think I think Haaland is probably an example that suggests potentially otherwise. I get I get what you're saying. Your main goal scorers are coming from wide positions now, for yeah. most for most clubs, and yeah, um, it's definitely evolving. Football definitely is evolving from that, but I still think even like, even in 2021, there's still a place for that centre forward for that mm. you know, focal point there. It might dwindle away and there might not be, you know, Harlem may be the last of a dying breed, but with how many years, you know, strikers can be at the top. And Harry Kane, you know, the guy doesn't rely on his athleticism. He doesn't rely on his pace, his movement. Yeah, I mean, he relies on his movement and his, and his brain and his ability. He can, you know, give you another potentially seven years, provided, you know, he's looked after. Why do those ankles hold up? Mm. Well, if he goes to a club like City... When they rotate on a consistent basis, when he needs rest, he will actually he will get, get rest. rest. He can't yeah, get rest yeah. at Tottenham. 
You can't get rest at Tottenham mm. because we. I mean, I say but, we ain't got anybody else, but I don't. I, like Jack was saying, alluding to earlier, Vinicius didn't really hasn't really gotten a chance to actually prove himself. I think he's a good. I think he's a very good striker, right? Mm. But um, he didn't. He's not really gotten a chance to prove himself. So again, Harry Kane has been overused. He's been overused by Spurs and he's been overused by England for years. Um, so I think going somewhere, going somewhere else, he may, he may like a city, even a PSG. Um, he will, he will get the rest he he requires. Um, but I kind of agree with what Basil's saying to an extent. I'm not sure who's really gonna pay for him at this moment. Like it's at first I was. <clears throat> Maybe, but why would why would Kane go to United? More I, money, bigger, better, better I, chance of winning trophies. Maybe the thing is though. Although the thing is though, I'm saying all this stuff, right? But we've had this Super League news, so everything's just every argument's just kind of been blown. That's just true. Blown out yeah. the window. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, everything I'm true. gonna say is all is it was based uh, on. On on news prior to yesterday, yeah. Mm. Oh, now, let's, let's 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 base it on that then. because we still don't even know where we even stand. Just now, I'm saying let's actually base it on that, right? Let's let's actually put the ESL on hold. Let's go with your argument. Why would he come? United? Why would he come to you? Why wouldn't he yeah. go to United? Yeah, because why, United yeah. aren't the finished article yet, as far as I'm concerned. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't say Kane Kane is the final piece. Not necessarily, not necessarily. I think you probably need a bit of work in defense. Um, mm. I think, I mean, midfield, I think midfield, you're stacked and he gets all the, he mm. gets all the, he get he, he gets all the service he requires. He gets much more service than he does at Spurs, he would at Spurs. Yeah. But you're not 100% guaranteed, you're not guaranteed to win the league. Do you understand? You're guaranteed to win a trophy, yeah, but not necessarily the league because I think City are so strong. Mm. Um, Liverpool were strong, and I do think there's still a little, light, a little life left in them. You know, this season was just an anomaly for them. Mm. Um, you know, then you're going to see Chelsea with Tuchel, you know, coming to the fore. It's going to be very competitive. So United are not necessarily guaranteed. I think from for Kane, I think it's a City or or a re, or he's reunited with Poch at PSG. Those are my two. Those are my two. Those are probably the best two places for him. I think. If he really wants to go and win, yeah. um, and he's I, I, almost guaranteed trophies. Yeah, I agree. I think I've, um... I've, also got, I've also got a question. I think City can thrive. I do question whether he will thrive at PSG. And the reason why I say that is that he's he's basically the Spurs' best player, so he can do what he wants. Sometimes, and when you think about PSG, they've got two top quality players in Neymar and Mbappe. So it, there wouldn't be a heavy reliance on Kane. So... The service that maybe he may require, he may not get because those two are top dogs and those two can say, we can create, we can score. And you find that conundrum is like, where do you fit in that type of environment where you've got two superstars there and you you have to find your place there? Because actually Kane takes them from free kicks to penalties. He shoots when he wants to and no one can say anything. You can't do that in that type of club at PSG where those type of players will, will, will look like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, Go, go, go on, go on, no, no, I'm finished. Yeah, no, yeah. No, I still, I still think he can thrive because at the end of the day, I think it's down to one of them. One of the factors is down to mentality. I think Harry Kane's yeah. got an elite level mentality. Well, we've seen it. You know, the guy. What you know, no matter if he fails to score a penalty, whatnot, he'll 
run that penalty back. I think that Liverpool game when he drew two two was probably a testament to that. He didn't care, and um, I think also just he. he I don't think he, he lets things affect him. He will score regardless of how many chances he gets, regardless of how the team performs. He's just there all the time. He's that good. And, you know, that again, you talk about, you know, how many chances he'll get at PSG. He doesn't get many chances with us. So, mm. to be fair, I still yeah. think he'll be all bag. Yeah, I, I agree. With, I agree with Jack, you know. Um, Basil, I hear what you're saying, but I, we could say that about um, the likes of Suarez. I mean, before he went to Barcelona, I mean, yeah, it's true. the same kind of situation, isn't it, with the likes of Neymar and Messi. And you're thinking, like Suarez, what are you going to do there? Do you understand what I'm saying? But yeah, we saw Plus, what Suarez was doing over there. Cavani bagged as well, didn't he? At, at that same PSG, he's bagged at forty plus goals. Right, exactly. Yeah. So it, it it can, it, I guess it can work. But I I do understand where you're coming from in terms of will he be able to fit? But it, again, like Jack said, the mentality he does have that mentality. He can. We know what Kane can do, man. Like it's mad. I'll take Kane in a heartbeat at United. Bro. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Whether it even come, it does. That's another question. <clears throat> But that's minimum. I feel me, me, me and Kodo were talking about it yesterday. I'm not gonna lie. In the space of four years, that's minimum hundred goals, man. I'm taking that all day, man. Comfortably, <laughs> comfortably. Like, I'm not even gonna lie to you. And this is what Tottenham have at the moment. And I understand why you, man, don't want to let him go. Look, I the re, the whole Jose sacking thing. It could be a thing where it's either Jose or Kane, because obviously he's come out to say that. Well, Kane wants to leave. And Levy's saying, saying, yo, bond this, man. I ain't got time for this guy. I don't care if it's a cup final in a week's time. I don't care, bro. I love Kane. Kane's my Kane's my prize. This is it. Do you understand? So, look, overall, I don't... I actually don't think Kane's going to lose Tottenham. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't see anyone coming in with that cash and saying, yo, even with even with that ESL money that's coming in here, I just can't see it. Especially with the... Who, the person who's the chairman at Tottenham, it's going to be hard. Man. It's going to be so hard, so hard. There's a lot of debts to be financed as well for a lot of clubs. Man United included, Barcelona, Real Madrid. You know they they struggled during this COVID period. And I think you know it's only City on a Chelsea. They're in those. They're in a healthy position. I feel like 26 minutes is enough time to speak about Tottenham, especially considering the news that happened this week. But one final quick question. What manager do you guys want? I don't even know. I'm not even going to lie. I just want to close it up. David Moyes? <laughs> not David Moyes. Say, say, say my feelings. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I think, I think with, with, with the Nagelsmann, the Nagelsmann news is... is, is, is He's going <clears> to Bayern. Yeah. They're saying maybe not, though. They're saying maybe not, right? If he does come, I would, you know, the way Leipzig play, the way they're young and they're dynamic, um, I think he would be good for the club. Um, he hasn't won anything, though, as yet. So that's my only it's concern. It's right in the Tottenham. <laughs> Marino's won everything. Cahill. I'm trying to be nice today, you know, bro. I'm trying to be <laughs> on a nice one, you know, brother. <laughs> it's cool anyway your time's coming but um yeah he hasn't won anything at Tottenham uh, he hasn't sorry yeah see he, <laughs> he hasn't won anything yet so but I, you know I think it's, it's it needs a sort of a young manager's project to write kind of build it um like Poch but actually get us over the line this time mm. so mm. yeah that's, what, that's what I think. 
an Oglesman or a Rogers, someone of that ilk, I think. Uh, Leicester aren't in that Super League, so, you know, how does he sort of, I don't know what his opinion on this whole situation is, Rogers, but. So, so, so you want to go from a serial winner to a choker? Is that is that seriously what you guys want to do? I, would, I I ain't said Rogers. I never said. Ro- I was about I to say Rogers can't I'm, get it over I'm the line. Mourinho ain't a serial winner. Like, let's he be was, real. Though. He was, he was though, bro. He was. He was but he, he was. isn't anymore. Because of what now? He, if, he's if a velocity raptor. He's a velocity raptor. I wish he played that final. I wish he won. But he won two trophies at at United. So why isn't he a serial winner? Nah, man. Did he win the League Cup and the Europa League with United? Yeah, That's why I gave him a chance in the first place because he did that with the worst United exactly. side. But like said, but in fairness, we, we never know because obviously Levy didn't give him the chance. He could have gone and won that League Cup and kept his zero winning reputation intact. No, nah, he had to go, bro. He had to go. We were never going to win. We were so bad. I didn't expect to win any game. He's one of every club, and your damn club is the one that had to ruin his record. That's a mad team. Hey. That's a mad team. You know what it is? It's, an, un- it's an unstoppable force meeting an immovable object. That's what it is. <laughs> we are the unstoppable force. Oh, my God. <laughs> he got levied. Sorry. He did get levied. He did get levied. But, obviously, with the news that broke last night, 12 teams, 6 in the Premier League are potentially going to join Europe. It's European Super League. It's fine. You can take the questions. It's Tristan. You can take the questions. Oh, just... <laughs> um, so, all right. Where do we even begin with this? Is there anyone here that's kind of in favour of this Super League at all? Um, I am a bit... Well, I'm no, I'm, I'm, I'm in favour of, of what they've done. Objective. Not the structure. Okay, explain. So why are you in favour of what they've done exactly? Because I, right. I, I just think UEFA and FIFA are corrupt. Let's be really honest. They make a lot of money and because they don't, the money doesn't filter down properly to the game when you, when you look at the percentages. Yes, a large amount does, but not the right percentages. And when you look at how UEFA and FIFA have governed football, it's just been full of corruptness. Let's be really honest. So I agree in terms of the clubs breaking away and decided to govern it by themselves and do something different. I agree with that, but I disagree with the elitist mentality, with the elitist approach to it, mm-hmm. where they're trying to bring in this American model where only a certain few select clubs can operate and make the big money. That's what I disagree with. But I agree with the sentiment of breaking away, because I think we needed that shake-up. I think we needed that shake-up to get UEFA and FIFA to realise that, listen, the way you've been running football is not going to run anymore. So I think we needed that, but that's as far as where my me agreeing with what they did stops. Just in terms of we needed that shake up, they brought about that shake up, shake up, and we'll see what happens after that. But everything else after that, <laughs> I don't agree with at all. Okay, so uh, all right, let's let's break it let's break it down. So we we know the people who are running are helping run this. You got Florentino Perez, that said the better. You got Ed Woodward. Again, let's said the better. You've got uh, Juventus' man, Ag... I don't, I don't know what Agnelli. he's doing. Agnelli. Agnelli. Yep. Yeah. So you've got him as well. And he's been trying to do this since 2009, apparently. He's been outspoken about this for a very yeah. long time. <laughs> mm. And you've got um, JP Morgan funding this. So I think anyone that knows about JP Morgan's written <laughs> history 
will tell you. <laughs> I'm, just you I'm just scratching my nose. I'm just scratching it. Don't worry. Hey, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. you know what snowfall, yeah? You know what snowfall. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, Beeks, when you heard Manchester United, because we're going to go club by club, we're going to figure out how people are feeling about their clubs. When you heard Manchester United were a part of this, how were you feeling? What was your re immediate reaction to this whole um, controversy? Broken. Broken. Because I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, it's not, do you know what it is? It's like, it's not that we, it's, it's the first time we've heard of it. Do you understand what I'm True. saying? We've heard, we've heard of this, this has been in the pipeline. We've heard other people speak about it, even the likes of Arsene Wenger back in 2009, where it says it's inevitable. This, this is going to happen. This is how they want it. Um, I was just disappointed in my club being actually the front runners who were trying to push this, push for this to happen. And in terms of we have the likes, we have our league, right? And we have people struggling. We have other other things going on financially and whatnot. And our club always come to you know come out and say, yeah, well, during the pandemic we're struggling, right? All this nonsense financially, mm. and they sort of like. Just rub it in a fan's face and go, well, we are, this is what we're doing. We we want to, you know, so-called help the financial situation in order to better our club and lie to our face. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, well, this is rubbish, man. All our history, all our... It's the, it's the sentimental fact of the whole, the whole concept of football. Like, everything we have built, not just Manchester United, just the whole football league and whatnot, everything that's been built is now going to be, like, sort of tarnished. Understand what I'm saying, but um, I know a lot of people are going to say, "Well, change is needed," isn't it? And I agree with change, and I agree with what Baz was saying, but to an extent where maybe the format might have been, you know, different. The whole competition could have been different rather than breaking away. I mean, so because I'm really trying to understand, and I want other people to help me clarify this. This actually means that these big six clubs are going to, are, will no longer play in the Premier League, right? No, 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 no. no, no. So, no they're, still, they're still playing at Premier League. Is they're okay. Champions League. So, Champions League. Like yeah. to the Champions League. So the Premier League, the Premier League are fuming about it. They are obviously through they've been throwing threats here and there, as well as we from FIFA about um, excluding them from playing in the Premier League, maybe for next season, for example. Um, obviously, UEFA and FIFA stuff about not playing internationals, including World Cups for the players that are participating. <clears throat> with. I think is a bit over the top because a lot of players are not happy themselves. They're under about. contract. They're literally yeah, under contract, they tied down so to these clubs. Cannot, they have no, no, they have no say in where yeah, they exactly. Play. And a lot of players really, a lot of really coming out and saying, you know, like Bruno Fernandes recently, and Herrera made a whole statement. Um, many other players just saying look, they're, not, they're not happy about this situation, but they're threatening that thing as well. So, Champions League football, I don't think you can play that. You, there's no way you can play a 20-team league where you play midweek, which will probably clash with Champions League fixtures or League um, Cup fixtures, depending on whichever week it is, and then go and play Champions League also, or European no. League also, depending on which club you are. So it's impossible. It's actually impossible. So I think they will not play Champions League football, but they're already saying, well, if you go to this, then what the hell do you want Champions League football anyway? But you're excluded from it. Exactly. But, okay, but do they want Do they want to have the cake and eat it? So they want ESL and Champions League. Is that what they want? No, no I imagine. ESL and League. I, I imagine... The, the long-term plan for this league is to eventually have all these teams, all these top teams in Europe, compete in a league format 
um, for other season where they completely exclude league football. So Bundesliga, they would not compete in Bundesliga. They're not competing in the Premier League. They're not competing in Liga, whatever. Oh, eventually. Okay, cool. Again, listen again. And then, um, and then, <laughs> and then um, they'll want the Champions League. So I imagine it'll be Saturday fixtures, uh, um, ESL, midweek Champions League. I imagine that's what the long-term plan for this is. Right. Okay. So, um, so before you carry on, I just want to bring up this comment that you can add it to your, if you want to think about that as well. The government announced half, half an hour ago that they have vowed to try and block English clubs from joining the Super League. They should have the no say in this whatsoever. Can't, they can't, they yeah, can't they, do it. I, 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 do do I don't know why Boris and the men don't want to get involved. Because anyway, money's um, going out the game. You think they're going to make, <laughs> make <laughs> the as much only, tax, the, money the, from taxes? Exactly. The only reason why they're getting involved because I think it was Boris. Boris said, as it stands, yo, Boris saying, yo, right now, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying I'm going to try and block it, but if you're putting money in my pocket, then I'll let, I'll let it run. Re- no, the reason why he's trying to block it right now is because his buddies and his donors are, are, are fuming at this decision right now. And they know and they know that they're gonna, it's going to be a problem for them financially. But if if the ESL decide, here you go, here's an extra billion. Oh, thank oh, you very oh, much. Okay, yeah, okay then. Okay, well, okay we, we endorse it fully then. Exactly. 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 Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Plus, so this 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 whole thing, this whole ESO thing, there's 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 a lot of pros and cons. Prime Minister trying to get involved in one of them. He wants to have his cake and eat as well. He yeah. wants he wants his Muller as well. He's thinking, yo, you man, I, look, sign the check. I'm minimum one billion, and I'll let you man do your thing. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. Do you know what the big issue is? I think, and this is where I have an issue with Americans, because obviously we know that this has been driven mainly by the Americans, just looking at the modern format, is that they don't understand the European culture. Americans have never understood the European culture. They've just felt their culture is the, is the, is the way, is the be all and end all. And they don't understand that in Europe, everything is built upon competition. The reason why football is where it is now is because of competition, because you have a whole bunch of fans who support their local clubs, and just the dream of watching their local clubs, you know, rise from the um, football pyramids to reach the upper echelons, and they plow in a lot of money to support their clubs, and they don't realize that is what has brought football to this place. And if football was how it is in the American model, it would there'll be barely any money in the sport. Let's be brutally honest. And um, and for me, that's the big issue. Is that is that elitism? And I find it very ironic that Chelsea and City are there, considering that. If this model was in place 15 years ago, they will be nowhere near where they are now. That's true. Yeah, because but here's the thing. They're, 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 now. they're there now. They're there but, now, but, but what it is is that they realise of it and they don't want anybody else threatening what they've got. And that's the Absolutely, big issue we have. Because like I said, if it was there 15 years ago, there is no Chelsea. There is no City. We probably only have Arsenal, Liverpool, um, United, potentially Spurs. You know, Chelsea. I think Chelsea might have been 15 years ago. No, they came out. 15 yeah, years okay. ago, 20 years ago, 20 years right? ago. <laughs> Maybe 20 years ago. No, no, because Chelsea were, were battling for like top four, but they weren't really a powerhouse in England. No, but 15 really. years ago, they, they won two leagues. Actually, no, 2006, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let, let's say about 17 years ago then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't be where they are now. And that's what, that's what I find very ironic is that they basically shoved one out and said, we're the 15, we're going to make as much money, mm. we're the elitist clubs, not realising that it is that come up that creates the money in football. It's the competition that creates the money in football. Because when you look at some of the big games that have occurred this season, and not just this season, for the past few years, they have been terrible. 
They have been terrible. I don't enjoy watching the big teams play football because they do not come out to play. That's how I was surprised when I watched Bayern v PSG and that was an entertaining game because you rarely well, see. In, def- um, in defence of that argument, wouldn't you say that in a league where the consequences are nigh, where you're going to get paid more money, wouldn't they then play more and more expressive and attacking football? No, because it gets boring after a while. Because when you're used to the same old thing, people switch off. Like the reason why you enjoy, like maybe a United v Real Madrid or a Barcelona v Liverpool, is because it doesn't come every day. So what you do is you build that up as a spectacle. But then when it's like you're going to play each other four times in a season, by the time you get to year three, people are bored of it if the game's unentertaining. So you go and find something else to do. Because things like football, football only really becomes interesting when the games are entertaining. When you come used to a certain team, it doesn't become as entertaining. When, like, all you have to do is look at the Premier League. We build up, for example, United v Liverpool every year to say, oh, it's this big game. When was the last time we really had a, United, a decent United v Liverpool entertaining game? We rarely yeah. get it because familiarity breeds boredom. But then again, there's going to be more options. There's, there's going to be a United versus Inter. There's going to be a Arsenal versus Bayern again. And those games were always entertaining. Not for us, but they were always entertaining. <laughs> yeah, but, but think about it. They never, but the reason why it was is because they're not used to playing each other regularly. So you can always find ways to counteract. But when you're used to, I'll tell you, by the time you get to year three, these clubs are used to each other. They, all they're going to do is start cancelling each other out. Because I've played mm. you six times, I know what you do. But then when you come to the Champions League, I probably haven't played you in the last five years. So you're thinking, hmm, let's try to do something a bit different. Let's try and be a bit more creative in our approach. Wouldn't you say a change in managers would add a little <laughs> bit of spice? I, I'm, I don't know. Well, well, potentially, potentially, but it depends on what managers are available. Yeah, but what the, what's the incentive of changing a manager? Because now, for example, Arteta is now a guaranteed European Super League manager from next year. So no yeah. matter whether, whether he finishes now from 10th to 15th, doesn't matter. Mm. His spot in Europe is confirmed. Arsenal are getting what? their peak. So, so, what, is this thing supposed to start next season, bro? Yeah. So what's the point of the, the rest of the season carrying on there? This is my point. Because if Arsenal win the European League, if Arsenal were to win the European League, they're not going into the Champions League because they're going to the European Super League. It's a waste of energy. But hear what I'm saying. You man, are you man deep in this year, bro? Like, Liverpool's playing Leeds tonight, right? Yep. And they're trying to get into top four. What's the, what's the bloody point, bro? <laughs> what's, the point? what's the bloody point <laughs> of Man United going into a semi-final, of Arsenal going to the semi-final? Bro, just give Man City the league. Uh, cancel the whole season, then. This, bro, this it's is... Done. I just... Mothers, are you not saying this is happening next season? Next season. We're asking about um, what happens with Leicester, West Ham and those guys. I, I would assume the team... They take the place are, of the Champions League. Yeah, so if you're part of the Super League... Leicester win the league. That's, 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 let's say and then the League, then the Champions League more or less becomes the Europa League. Mothers, Very much. points. Deduct 20 points... 30 points from all six clubs and that's it. And whoever wins... Because this is dead, bro. This is long, G. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It won't matter to those teams because they're going to get the money from this ESL. I hear, I hear that, Cahill, but it's just like... Imagine, yeah, you've, built, you've done all that hard work for everyone challenging to get this league title, to get all of this, like, to get top four, to get to these yeah. European finals and whatnot. And yet, these men are implementing such rubbish into the season just like that for it to happen next season couldn't mm-hmm. they have said that from the beginning at the beginning of the season then 
Because these men already knew what was... These men already knew... I feel, I feel like because it's so close to the end of the season, though, that's why it's caught everybody off guard. Nobody expected mm. Everybody yeah. knew that a Super League was coming. It wasn't yeah. coming. It was, it was in the works, like I think earlier said. It's been in... Uh, people have been talking about since 2009 um, in terms of like actually forming it. For real, for real. So if you said at the beginning of the season that, oh, in next season, we're going to... We're gonna, uh, introduce this new ESL, yeah. blah blah blah. Right. Everybody would have had a year to deal with it. Now they've only got a few months, so, and nobody's gonna in that time frame. Nobody's gonna do I, anything about it. Can I just say something very quickly, right? Because Go I've on. just seen this headline come up, right? Where on Sky European Super League row, Prince William shares concerns over Super League as next week's Champions League semi finalists face expulsion. Big man, talk about your uncle. Move. <laughs> 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 I ain't trying to hear anything from this I ain't trying to hear anything from the no, right. just the next the next bit the next bit really yeah the, the champion the explosion the explosion that's the thing it doesn't matter to them that's crazy oh, right? this, man. Is the thing. this is the thing it's just threats being flown thrown about everywhere here's right? the thing about everywhere. those threats it's all bluster because you can't tell me that chat that UEFA and FIFA don't need these players they need Neymar. They they need Lewandowski. They need they even need Aubameyang to a certain degree. These are the names that you're gonna want to see in FIFA tournaments, in UEFA tournaments, international. So all them all this talk about them saying, "Oh, we're gonna ban these players outright from these tournaments." You're saying to, to everybody, uh, every broadcaster, "Don't pay us money because yeah. the, the exciting players won't be there." So what's the they, this, my this thing? Is, okay, my thing is yeah, is that. We're, we're not, we weren't, all of us weren't born yesterday. These men already knew what was happening, man. Let's oh, 100%. They're all coming out saying all this crud. They knew, in it, yeah. And I blame now because Premier League are putting out a statement and we're out. Like me and Kojo, we were like, yeah, credit to Premier League. I come off the podcast and I went, no, nah, you know what? Bun Premier League in that. You know why? Because these men already knew what was happening. If they really wanted to make a stand and put a stamp their authority, all of this thing should have not been happening, but none of this should have been do, running. Do they should know? have told these big six clubs. If you dare do this move, then you lot don't even bother starting the Premier League. Don't even. Then here's here's the thing about the here's the thing about the Premier League though. They need these okay. clubs. They need these players to make them yeah. the amount of money that they're earning. That's the only reason. That's why. That's why the big six exist to make sure that the public pays Sky, pay BT all the money that they asked on market for to, yeah. to to watch football, yeah. which should be free. It's a sport. It's a national sport. It should be free. Some games should be free. To so exclusively pay they, yeah. the, these men, the big the big bucks that make uh, make them the all their money. And now they're the guys that are upset that another company has come in and take uh, and, and, and is trying to take their their, their fees from them. It's like come and on now, it's capitalism one on one. The, the timing of this, from the Super League's yeah. point of view, is perfect because they've got all, they're holding all the cards right now. And listen. Like UEFA, they're no, they're no, that you know, they're no angels themselves. You know, you no, saw the, no, how they highlight the racism issue as well with Derby or Prague Rangers. They're talking about expulsion, but ten games for for, yeah, for my man. For my man, yeah. Come on. Also, we know, we know how they are. Yeah, they they, they want to expand the, the Champions League to thirty six yeah. teams. They want the Euro, the European Conference League. They want all this business where money is being taken away from the top teams, and you're going to have games like. Chelsea versus I don't know Vitesse Arnhem and all that crap. You're gonna have yeah, all see, these dead rubber games. You're gonna have all the, you're gonna have Lask versus Barcelona. 
Like, come on, you, you don't <laughs> want any of this. But, no, but that's why last week you, you should have brought up last. You knew I was no, gonna no, come we drew, we drew, we drew against him. We drew against him. <laughs> yeah, we, never lo- we never lost to last. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> we never lost to last. Okay, can I just but, say, but also, just re- go on, go on, carry on. You carry on. Sorry, no, no I just kind of like just, just saying, like, um. For, in terms of Sky Sports, BT Sport, all that, right? It costs what seventy pounds a month to for both of them, right? I'm like, yeah. wait a minute. The more I think about it, the more I want the Super League. The more I want Sky to be on their knees begging. And, and begging just, to add, not add, add, just add to what you said, Jack, because that blows their model out of the water. Because Absolutely. if they open it up to everyone else, people are like, well, you've got the Premier League. <laughs> we want the Super League. So as I said, Amazon come in, Netflix could come in. You know, um, yeah, we, saw them, we saw them host um, boxes. There's they a, could come in. They will. There's a no, service no, no. called um, what are they called? D. Doesn't. Doesn't. Before even bidding's even taken place, they're saying that they're willing to offer 3.5 billion for broadcasting rights. The only reason why Sky Sports and BT are upset at this is because they can't afford it. Yeah, they should have changed their whole model, bro. They should have adapted with times. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. There's a thing that I kept on saying in terms of, you know, the whole Premier League thing. This should be like a Netflix format where everyone can, like, you see what Amazon do once a while. Everyone watches the game that they want to watch. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. They adapted with times, changed all of this. The whole model of I agree, football is evolving. Things need to change. And when we say change, bro, I'm talking about. Wages getting capped for young players. People are sitting. I was telling. I was telling Coldjoy yesterday. Players are sitting on a bench getting thirty grand a week and not doing shit, bro. That shit can't run. That's number one. Number two, too much money is pumped into these kids' uh, pockets as well, bro. That thing has to be eradicated. Things have to change in football. Do you understand what I'm saying? Competition has to change. I agree with that, but boy, the way this is just drastic and it's just been given to us like that with no, is... we we hardly don't understand it. We have. All of us are learning this, bro. I only mm. found out from you, man, that this thing's happening next season. I am yeah. still shocked, bro. Do you get me? Here's I'm my counterpoint. I'm just, I was just marinating it, bro. I woke up this morning. I thought it was a nightmare, bro. You better tell yeah. me next season, bro. Bro, <laughs> what the hell? Here's, here's, here's my counterpoint to the argument about football players not being paid or being paid or should have a, a salary cap. Nonsense. Absolute nonsense. Yeah. You pay what you pay what um, other teams will demand. That's why... Um, Harry Maguire's 80 million, that's why Paul Pogba's God knows how much money. There is a demand for these players, so they, they need to be paid. You're 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 pointing the finger at the wrong people. It's not it's not the players' fault that they're being offered this money. It's the simple fact that there is far too much money in the game that yeah. is being mm. well, it's being um, stored hoarded. and hoarded mm. at the very tippy top, and it's being hoarded by the billionaire owners, which I think every single club in this Premier League. Has I don't think there's one league, there's one uh, club in the Premier League that doesn't have a billionaire mm, behind. You got a point. You got a point. Yeah, you got a and point. they're the ones that should be being attacked. It's not the players' fault that they're they're demanding mm. these wages. Yeah, I feel like with the that. ESL, with the ESL, that that wage gap's only going to increase as well. So you're going to be well, seeing man are going to be on a million a week. Man, are, man, are going to be a million a week. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's that's exactly I'm not going to lie, but I'm going to trim. I'm going to trim down, but I'm going to try to be a boy. <laughs> If that's the case, then then anyone can be in the Premier League now. Hey, you man, I, I say we bust, we bust something, create a team. Let's try go in the Premier League. You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll be your agent. I'll be your agent. Hey, yo, you know, because I've always said this, and I've always said this, but and I said, we needed a shake up because. 
a lot of these companies were not adapting to change. The way people are consuming sports has been changing. The way interest, the way like you even have things like influencers, the way people interact with each other has changed. <clears throat> a lot of that, even Sky Sports and Co, we're living in the dark ages and so how they give us the content. Even when you, all you have to do is look at their broadcaster studios as to who they have, some of the people they have in their studios providing um, feedback on these games. You haven't adapted with the times. This is why people are leaning towards these YouTubers who are commentating on football. This is why people are leaning towards these young people who are giving you sort of the entertainment value of football because they're adapting. And so it was only a matter of time before there was a big shakeup somehow where these uh, federations, the power is going to be taken away from them because they're, they're behaving like dinosaurs because they thought they can control the narrative. But they don't realize with technology, someone else can control the narrative. And that's exactly what these clubs have done. It's like, hold on, we don't need your infrastructure anymore. Yeah, We don't need what you guys are, but we can build it ourselves yeah. because we can interact directly with our fan base. We can interact directly with the broadcasters. We can interact. People are coming up with new channels. We can interact with them and they can give people the content and find a way where people can actually view what we want them to be. Yeah. And like I said, you away from people thought they were untouchable. And I'm glad that these guys are shaking in their boots because it's been long, it's been long time coming. And speaking yeah. of narratives, the cane, the cane narrative that they always push every single game now. Nah, man. This is the Super League. Nah, I'm, 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 I'm down for this. I don't care. I want it now. Hey, let me just say one thing, just regarding the whole thing, right? Because I've listened to everybody's points and been very, very entertained by everybody's points. And there have been some very, very valid points here as well. The thing is, yeah, you are right, Cahill, uh, for once. It's Capitalism 101. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, yeah, you're not going to get away with everything today, right? But it's capitalism 101, it is, right? But we have to remember that in 1992, the five, or 1990, in fact, we, we discussed it earlier, there were five mm. breakaway clubs that wanted to form the Premier League. It eventually, yeah. They eventually forced the FA's hand and the FA had to relent and the Premier League was formed. You know, this is almost, it is evolution. It's just the way it's been pushed across. And as you, as everybody has said, Sort of the elitism behind it, right? The fact that there's no promotion and the fact there's no relegation. Although as a Spurs fan, maybe I should be a little bit glad about that, right? Because guarantee we're going straight down, uh, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? We're going to be like the Derby County of that. Super <laughs> Hey, it's a race to the bottom between us and between Arsenal and Tottenham, bro. It's a race you know to the mean? bottom. We, we caught life, man. We caught life. <laughs> we caught life. No, listen, <laughs> nobody's caught life because both clubs are getting spanked week in, week out. <laughs> no, but it's a we level caught, no, we caught life. Everybody's got the same money, in it? So it's about <laughs> recruitment now. It's really about recruitment. Bring back Paul Mitchell, yeah, and we're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway, well, anyway, we... This is the thing. FIFA and UEFA, right, they have been corrupt from day, right? Set Blatter, Havalange before him, all of those men that got shift, like, over the last few years, right? What's the guy from Trinidad's name? Jack, whatever his name was. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. 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 Right? All of these guys, like, were on it for years. This corruption. The clubs knew. The federations knew and probably couldn't do anything about it. So they've got to a point where they've said, you know what? 
now we're big enough now. You know, like when you're a little eight-year-old you, yeah, and you've got a bully who's like 15. Then you lick 25, and there's more of a there's more of a parity, and you're gonna punch my man in the face and say, you know what, shut your mouth now, isn't it? That's basically what is happening, right? That's basically what is happening because FIFA and UEFA have kind of bullied and bribed and blackmailed their way through through football. And as much as I don't necessarily agree with the way it's been done and the American model, as you said, Basil, because we don't want that. Yeah, as somebody said. Um, I saw on Twitter they're going to split into an Eastern Conference and a Western Conference soon enough. Right? It might do. <laughs> split in between. It might do. <laughs> the Eastern Conference, you know, it's not defense anymore, it's defense. You understand? Like, quarters, everything in quarters and all that. Right? <laughs> By the end of the day, like, it's, it's, it, it was, you could, it was coming. Do you know, I don't know if you lot read The Athletic um, or subscribe to The Athletic, but I was reading um, an interview between Raiola and Jonathan Barnett, right? Yeah. And they were having a Zoom meeting, and them two men absolutely hate FIFA. They hate FIFA, and they hate UEFA. And they did say, at the end of the day, like, as agents, right, we get all the bad stick, but, you know, how many people have been arrested for football agency activities? But how many people have been arrested for um for actually being at FIFA, for their practices mm. at FIFA? Yeah. <laughs> and that's the truth of the matter. That's, this is the truth, Right? People, the people are tired, and I'm talking about the clubs. The clubs are tired, and they've decided to form their own breakaway league. Listen, it's going to be a get down or lay down thing, right? There's going to have to be a happy medium. There's going to have to be an agreement between the Premier League, FIFA, UEFA. I don't know about the FA because the FA are like little like little boys in this thing now, right? They are. Um, but there's going to have to be agreements between all the boards, all the federations, right? That. This can that players can still compete in FIFA and UEFA tournaments. Um, because who's gonna watch international football? Who what who's gonna watch international football without a Neymar? Who's gonna watch international football without who's gonna watch international football without an Mbappe? Who's gonna watch an international football with maybe Sissoko at the pinpoint of your midfield? Like, come on, big man, it's not gonna happen. So they Tom know Davis in the midfield. All they're doing, all the clubs are doing, are forcing these guys' hands. Right? Mm. I believe, I don't believe it's going to happen next season. What I do believe is they're going to have to sit down and they're going to have to thrash out some negotiations for a, a good year or so at least to get to become, you know, to have something where everybody's everybody's in agreement at the end of the day. Like, because it can't it can't run the way that the clubs want it to right right now. But at the same time, FIFA can't FIFA and UEFA. The powers that be cannot just um, cannot just try and stop it like that. They're going to have to come to some form of agreement. Here's, here's, the here's the thing about that, though. All these clubs, all the all the twelve, have all resigned their posts and have taken the clubs out of the ESA, I believe it's called. the ECA. Yeah. ECA. So if that is going to be the case, and if and maybe it's not going to happen this year, maybe it happens next year. What happens to all the teams that have have completely uh, resigned from 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 those competitions, will yeah, they be they, welcomed back with open arms into the Champions they, League? Into the it, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. They can do what they want to do because they hold the commodities. They hold the players. Secondly, if they don't hold the players, they can buy the players. So any mm. other top quality player that is playing for a club outside of those top 15s, they've got the money to say, "Come here, we'll pay you how much you want <laughs> to come join our league," and everyone will be watching 
that mm. league. No one wants to watch the Premier League without your club, the big clubs playing. Or even Absolutely. as us, as, <laughs> as Arsenal supporters, United supporters and Tottenham supporters, if our clubs are not operating the Premier League, we're not watching the Premier we're League. <laughs> Simple as that. So they hold, as, as um, Darren says, they hold all the cards, which mm. is why they can do whatever they want. It's more or less UEFA, FA, and La Liga, and so on. You have to bend to our will. And if you don't bend to our will, guess what? We'll do what we want to make the money. Yeah, they're only doing what FIFA and UEFA have done to them for the last what? I mean, how long FIFA been about? Hundred years, whatever. Yeah, like, they, like they've that, been yeah. doing that. They've been doing that to them. You got to bend to our will, or else, right? Again, I don't agree with the way the clubs have done it, but they're just—it's re- just a, basically a coup against FIFA. That's what yeah. it is. Do, do you know what? Just to add to what you're saying. Do, <laughs> do you know who also set off this precedent? I think City were the big one, and what I mean by that is that when City won that court case against UEFA, oh, I yeah. think that probably set those other big clubs to say, you know what? They're not as powerful as they think when we've got money. When we can lawyer up, we can do what we want. And when UEFA lost that battle against City, I think that gave them a bit more gusto to say, guys, let's go full steam ahead. Because if they want to challenge us <laughs> and the money we have, it's going to be long for them. Yeah, they, they brought that NWO lawyers, man. They, they <laughs> man. I'm, I'm, I'm coming for you, bro. <laughs> <All of> that. <laughs> Man was coming in with the NWO theme for the freaking court hearing. Yo, the bandana and the shades, Hulk Hogan style, bro. Yo, because did you see how many people were City came with? Just to show face. Oh, man. They came came with a full full, full team 11. They came with 11. It was crazy, man. But anyway, on that note, I think we need to to, to wrap up. Um, Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you guys for listening. Like and subscribe. Uh, But before that, Jack, where can they find you? Yeah, um, it's at Spurs underscore touchline. We've got an emergency Jose out, po- Jose sack pod coming tonight. Um, so, yeah, I won't be on, but the, the lads will be on and they'll show you all they want. Beaks, where can they find you? Yo, it's your boy Beaks. Uh, catch me on YouTube uh, at Beaks underscore corner for Twitter. You see the orange logo, you catch me there. Yeah, man, love for having me on, man. Yeah, so, uh, Mr. Darren T, where can I find you? Uh, yeah, Twitter at Mr. Darren underscore T. <clears throat> you might find me on Clubhouse arguing with some pagans, but um, <laughs> yeah, you know what they're talking the, the people know I'm talking about, but yeah, apart from that, yeah, that's where you're gonna find me, Mr. Darren underscore T on Twitter. Thanks for having me on, by the way, guys. No yeah. problem. Uh, Basil, where can I find you? You can find me on Twitter at bjakers14. Um, I never got to see my club. I never got to see my club lift a, a Champions League trophy, but one they get to see them lift a European Super League Cup trophy. Bro, if, by the time they even guaranteeing good enough to win it, we'll be long dead. We'll be long dead. So don't worry. About that. Don't worry about that. Um, anyway, uh, and finally, coach, where can they find us? Uh, you can find us on YouTube. Right here on YouTube, Free Midfield Podcast, and on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Twitter, Free Midfield. That's what I, that, that's actually quite sad. I can't lie, that is quite sad. Um, but me and Bix have experienced it, so we're good. So, yeah. I, before you leave, quick, imagine how can Spurs and Arsenal be in the thing and they haven't won a European trophy yet? <laughs> <laughs> All right, same applause for Man City as well. I still have, I can't yeah, get we got, we got European heritage, bro. Thank we you. got you, you know. And we've got so Danny Lewis. Oh. First team to win one. 
First thing you see to win the UEFA Cup as well. First ever team to win the UEFA Cup. We got heritage. Yeah, first, first English team to win a European trophy. So we set it. We set. If it wasn't for us, you set the bar so low that it was easy. Well, <laughs> that's, what <laughs> that's what happened. Anyway, we thank you for joining us. No, 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 you're not going to stop it right there, are you, bro? We're stopping it. Play the team. Play the team.